Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is the Frank Skinner Show with Frank Skinner, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. Do! We like the interactive nature of that. And you can follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Um, if you've got, like, a computer. <laughs> Or a smartphone. Or, in, the, um, in the unlikely event. Yeah, and um, you can email the show. Um, it, but go to the Absolute website. And um, I'm looking for a new search engine, but at the moment, ask Jeeves. <laughs> but we're trying to get... Mm. Google, pay your tax, or I don't use you. Mm. Starting with a political message this morning. Yeah, that's how it's going. Can I say, start, the show started in quite a depressing way for me. <laughs> oh, really? When the cockerel, who it's a delight to have back, I may say, Morning. said, um, where's that toilet roll we normally keep in the studio? Well, I've got one of my heavy colds. Uh, <laughs> no, that, when I you was... say one of your heavy colds, that sounds very <laughs> showbiz euphemism. No, no, you know, I was mocked for saying I had a heavy cold on this show once. and uh, Mocked? Mocked, it's honestly. It's like the temptation of Christ. <laughs> The caustic humour that I heard that day at yeah. the expense of saying I had I, a heavy cold. I denied him three times when he cried. Yeah. It Did wasn't you? The Temptation of Christ. What was it? Temptation of Christ is a different thing. What's the film called, Mel? Oh, The Last... Something of Christ. I think it's it? The Last this Temptation This is the worst 30 seconds No, The Last Temptation <laughs> is... Um, that's, isn't that Franco Zeffirelli? Oh, is it? Mm. Oh. What's the what, big one? When he, gets, when he gets beaten heavily. Uh, oh, I can't remember. Um, Mad Max. <laughs> People oh, yeah. will, that's Mad Max, okay? People will let us know, won't yeah. they? Yeah, but it's bad that we don't know that. Come on, Dave, what is it? Lethal Weapon. No! It's the ultimate no. lethal weapon, if you really think about it. It's the moon of Christ. Okay, well, we'll remember what it is. Come on, fine. This is a terrible start. To this. <laughs> it's the worst start to the show we've ever had. I've, it's been. I, what's happened? I blame to me? my heavy colds. So many judges were off. right, as it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We've missed you, though, Frank. Well, I've, I, haven't, I haven't missed the show. I've just no, been away for a week. I've, I've been... missed you, though. You're out of, I knew you were out of the country, and I don't like it when you're out of the country. I was on France. Oh! That's all right. Did you uh, go on Francais? I did. I was, um, I was on what I think you'd, you would call a group holiday. Groupon? Mm. You got it cheap. <laughs> yeah. You got a Groupon holiday. I don't know what that means, but I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so as to appear like I've uh, got my finger on the pulse. Thanks, Skinner, on Groupon. Mm. Feet on the ground. Um, yeah, I um, I went away. I, I left. We flew on Monday afternoon, and we mm. flew back on Friday afternoon. That's enough, isn't it, for a, for a holiday? Yeah. Well, it depends on well, how Friday good it to is, Friday. Holiday. Well, Monday to Monday. Right. Holidays are too generally too long. Oh, I think. You're a worker, aren't you? Exactly. Passion of Christ. We've had a couple of texts. Passion. Oh, I'm just going to say that to nip the others in the bud. I don't want people texting after the if event. If only like... someone had nipped that in the bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what different things might have been for you? I know it went on and on and on. Um, thank you for that. Do, do, is there any names or numbers? Oh, they're going to come in for ages now. Joe, uh, Ian in Teddington. Thank okay, you. thanks, Ian. That's brilliant. Um, so... <laughs> I, I went away with a group of people. Um, I knew one... It was like all couples and kids. You know, I'm at that stage now. I have a child of my own that you have to go away with couples and kids. Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. Got so it was my first one of those. Yourself, yeah. yeah, it's my, it's my first well, one I of those. I can go away like with it. footballers and lap dancers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, that's yeah. the way I roll. That's the plus you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, um, I went away with... I knew one of the couples, but the other couples I didn't know. Oh, newbies. Uh, and they didn't know me. 
So they weren't. They must have been aware of your know, work, though. I know. That, I think they Did were they not know slightly you? aware. They didn't know. They didn't know your stories, darling. They didn't know my little ways. I know. That I know your problem. ways, darling. That was the problem. And I, 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 I look back now. I feel a bit bad about the whole experience. They were good. They were good people. Am I going to have to leave the studio? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were good people, though. They were all, um, I, I think all of them, if not most of them, were card-carrying members of the Labour Party. They'd all done good stuff, you know, right. they worked with the homeless and stuff like that. And right. I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> you don't? You I don't, don't work with the homeless. <laughs> um, um, I don't. You met uh, one of them sign your arm once, that's the closest I've seen you. To you, the, Most of these come to them as outside Nobu. <laughs> Did I sign their arm? No, he, he signed your arm. Oh, okay. oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. You I signed, signed his, his arm. arm, I just wet a finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, um, and, and they were, they were, you know, the people who'd done proper stuff that you're supposed to do, help people and, and, uh-huh. and you know. Um, they'd given back. They'd canvassed. They'd gone door to door for the Labour Party and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've never, I vote, but I don't, I don't know any of um, but I, they, were, I, I, they were, they were the nice. I'm the bad guy in this story. I'm going to be straight with you. Um, and I just think that uh, sometimes, for effect, me, and, I'm going to come back to this because it's, it's, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get myself off the hook. <laughs> but I don't know if I was on my best behaviour. That's uh, what I'm going uh-oh. to say. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I'm, uh, yes, so I'm away with it with um, these uh, pe- people who I didn't know very well. On your group on holiday that you got off your iPhone. Yeah. He, do- yeah. he doesn't know what that is. Stop using yeah. it. Yeah, just <laughs> stop picking on. Bargain. I'm not. I'm not, not going to. Can we work. establish? Are you in a villa at this point? Yes, Can we we're have in a, the Cluedo setting. Please? We're in a French. We're in a French French villa, uh, not far from Bergerac. Oh, lovely. Right. Um, obviously, he moves about. Yeah. <laughs> but when, when I got there, he was, I saw him in a car outside. I think he was, uh, I think he was casing. Um, but so, I, I don't know, I'm getting a bit like, it was in Revolutionary Road, that film with... Um, oh, yeah. The, the fabulous Kate Winslet mm. and uh, the wonderful Leonardo oh, yeah. DiCaprio. And there's a man in that who's, um, he's come out of an asylum... Uh, uh, and uh, he he he, does, he can't really mix with people. He says terrible things and upsets people. They can't have anyone around the house. I'm like him. Oh, that's what I've become like. <laughs> Funnily enough, Sorry. I'm getting more like Kate Winslet. But <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I've got that fluffy and without, face. Without makeup, I look a little bit like Leonardo DiCaprio. So Is that right? I've all I've in often this together. Yeah, I've often, yeah. Anyway, so. So on the first night I got there, and we got there quite late, we sat down for dinner, I'd been there about an hour, and somebody said, oh, well, I've got to do this thing with Princess Anne, because a lot of them were like sort of charity work and stuff. And he said, I've got to do a thing with Princess Anne, and one of the guys said, which one is that, which one is Princess Anne? Which is, you know... And I said, what, you don't know who Princess Anne is? <laughs> Hold on. I said, do, do you not know who she is, or are you pretending you don't know who she is to be cool? So, can I just establish, this is the uh, first night. I'd been there an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> and I thought it was a perfectly, and I felt it hadn't gone as, I felt there was a bit of a tension in the air. And, and, af, and, uh, and then the next day there was another thing, and Kath actually said to me, will you just calm down when we was on our own? You just calm down, she said. I think you're on the defensive because all the men are younger and fitter than you. Oh, well, that hurt. 
Is that what it was, though? Or had you not noticed that that's what it was at that point? I'm honestly, I'm not... She'd noticed at that point, that's (laughs) the problem. They were all really really good people, and not, you know, they weren't... Like, there was nothing about me being there. They weren't impressed by celebrity. Obviously, that upset me. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, where they went wrong. Yeah. They were young and fit, yeah. And then um, we were talking about canvassing, you know, knocking on people's doors, wearing a Uh rosette and stuff like that, which I've said... I, I could never do that. So I think that's the worst. I can't imagine anything worse mm. than knocking on someone's door in a rosette. Mm. And um, uh, and one, they were all saying, no, 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 no. And, and one of them said, you know, it's actually really interesting. I said, no, yeah, but not for someone of my intellect. <laughs> and again, it was meant as a Please sort Please of, tell me you didn't say that. It was meant as a joke, though. Please. No, it was meant as a joke, I think. Really? Uh, yeah. And, you and only that, think so, though. No, I, no I, I'm, I'm almost certain I meant that as a joke. <laughs> and that, I, and Alan, then, what's uh, wrong with him? <laughs> and then, and then this, that, this really, the last one really was an accident. Oh, well, something was worse <laughs> than what you've just said. <laughs> on the last day, someone was on about the fact that the kitchen was a bit, you know, a bit dirty. Um, oh, and I said, "This is nothing compared to my kitchen." I said, "My kitchen, honestly, this is like this is like an operating theatre compared to my <laughs> my kitchen's terrible." And then I said, "I honestly, I, I said, I'm amazed, people. I must spend more time with ordinary people." <laughs> but what I meant was people who have the normal standards of hygiene and what a house should look like and stuff. Uh-huh. Like that. I didn't mean ordinary people. No. No, it sounded that way, though, didn't it? But I tell you, I'm starting to think I can't mix with people anymore. I just <laughs> say they're on... It's like I'd imagine if you had an holiday with Michael Parkinson, we'd say... You know when people get to a certain age, they just say stuff. Mm. I've become that person. It's like being on holiday with Alan Clark. You know the, you know the sort of old elderly relative you're more forgiving of, you know, on, on the racist front. I'm becoming... Not that I'm racist, but I'm becoming that person who says stuff over a go oh, and I've, when I left, well, I, I, I've never had a less... They threw emo- a party I've to celebrate. Been, <laughs> we went around handshaking and hogging up, and it's, it's the least emotional farewell I've ever been. <laughs> I really felt like... I, to be fair, you'd only known them since Monday, though, hadn't you? Oh, no, but it was, it was long enough. And I, I, can, I cannot emphasise that everybody was very nice to me. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. When chameleons get old, apparently, they lose the ability to change colour to suit their environment. They just stay the same colour regardless. Was that your stomach, yes. Casey? It's <laughs> mine. You, was it yours? Maybe we both did one and it sounded yeah. loud. Simultaneous stomach roll. Can I just We've say that was music to my ears? Well done, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like being at uh, the office in, yeah. uh, in Star Magazine, <laughs> where everyone is starving themselves. <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, so that was that. And um, we... Uh, the, trouble, the other problem is that me and Kath can't cook. So oh, we're always right. taking it in turns. Well, doing you the couldn't mo- do your bits. Doing the most amazing meals. And not only can we not cook, but we can't wash up. What? Or lay the table. What? Or tidy, generally. We just what? can't. We can't. I don't know what it is. Oh, at this point, calling them ordinary people really does seem a bit rude. I know. I I mean, if they've been cooking and setting the table... I'm seeing you two like you're a bit... You were a bit like Dame Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey. (laughs) That's how they viewed you, I think. We we did try, but 
we did try, but it's just that you, if we'd have cooked, it would have really spoiled everyone's night. Uh huh. So it would just, it, it couldn't. So did you just sit there like a, a laird waiting for the food <laughs> to be produced? Did yeah, you want you know, a takeaway on your night? That's yeah. what I I've always been very lairdish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I tried. I honestly, I, I wasn't there, and I was, you know, stroppy and difficult. I went there, and I thought, oh, they are going to love me so much because I'm such great company. Didn't quite work out. Well, actually, we've had a text that I'm, I mean, I wouldn't normally read this to you, but it seems like it's on topic. Uh, okay, it's. I think it's someone Is trying it really to abusive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's someone trying to affirm that uh, you you didn't behave that badly on your holiday. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it, Frank. You've always had a bit of the git about you, so it's not an age or environment issue. <laughs> Good is, that, is that from Kath? <laughs> no, it says from Jace. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that might there might be some hope I in that that's text. That's it. Yeah, that's it, Jace. Rather than yeah. it being a decline, just think of yeah. it as a continuation. I've all, you're right. I have always <laughs> had a bit of the git about me. That's, of course, that's. I'm so really true. glad you've taken that as well as you did. It was a gamble yeah. reading it to you, wasn't it? One that no, paid off. That's, that is so, that's like a revelation to me. <laughs> to of be course. Fair. Always I've had that. But Frank, may I just say, also, I think that's fair enough what you say about the helping out in the kitchen and the tidying. Because I once said, I was at a dinner party once, and the couple said, uh, the woman said, should we go and help X in the kitchen? You know, because the ladies are meant to do that, aren't they? And yeah. the men were in there talking, watching the football, and I said... I'm really sorry I don't do that. <laughs> she looked so stunned. And I said, I think my talents are better used out here. Well, that is so. Uh, well, they are. But that, mm. I mean, that's. But that's because you were also sort of making a feminist point. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So I slice, you know, I slice some tomatoes and things. Don't get me wrong. And then I suggested that I did, you know, the jagged edge tomato slicing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I, uh, I was very keen on that. But they said it'd take too long. But. Uh, <laughs> Right. On, that was, can I just that, ask? See, what they did, that was my moment when I was when I was trying to be enthusiastic and I was I was shot down. On your night to cook, did you know, at no point suggest we'll get takeaway? Because that's what I would have done. And what you are you going to get in France? Saucisson ar arse? You'd have had his euros. <laughs> You'd have had his euros with him, wouldn't you? <laughs> what a good night. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Boz had a lovely time. Oh, did he? I, yeah, I was, oh. uh, I was with... Um, Obviously, I was with my son, Boz, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was with him. And he uh, he really liked it. It was... Uh, we, well, he's used was, to you, isn't he? You know, there was, uh, there was grass and stuff like that, and, you know, and animals for him to look at. Right, nice. He doesn't get that in Birmingham, in uh, London, or Birmingham, <laughs> or in oh our 11th floor flat. And uh, there was a bit where he, he went to sleep... Um, in his little boggy on the grass and I lay next to him on the grass and I went to sleep as well. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Aww. Just like my old days on the Central Reservation <laughs> <laughs> when I had a terrible drink problem. <laughs> beautiful. This is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio. It's just like my essay, what I did in my holidays. It is. We went to uh, We went out for a bit of a day Thing, mm. a trip to uh, a local town called Castle Moron. Oh. Oh. Uh, I went, didn't. Went in I didn't. <laughs> um, and we were sitting outside a cafe. Boz was asleep. And uh, I think one of the other babies was asleep. And um, an enormous siren went off. I mean, oh. a, a, a proper old-fashioned... Uh, 
That it's the uh, the midday siren to let the people of Castlemore on know that it's midday. <laughs> really? That that's a bit over the top, isn't it? That have they not heard of the wristwatch system? But, but, but also, there was like there's like a church clock and mm. stuff. And I'm starting to wonder, Castlemore on. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Help, well, anyway, I don't know if there's anyone been to Castlemore on. Maybe they'll know more about that and they can text us about it. But I bet there isn't anyone that's ever been there except us. It's my thing. <laughs> so anyway, it, it was. Um, I disgraced myself um, when I came back on the on the plane. I, I travelled Ryanair. I had work to do. So you're man of the people. Yeah, I, I had. That. Yeah, exactly. There's I, no deep left on Ryanair. There's I, not even a left. No. I, I don't. I don't know why people. I'm not going to. I'm not trying to get free flights. I can afford it. Don't send me any. But I, I don't know why people slag Ryanair. I, I like it. Mm. It's good. Um, so uh, I had some work to do, and I thought well, the trouble is I always get this. I don't like to work on a plane because I always think this is true. I always think if it crashes, I'm going to be really gutted that I was working. <laughs> I'll think I'd be thinking as it as it plummeted to the earth. I'd be thinking. I could have just read a book if I didn't know this was going to happen. Mm. Or listen to a podcast of some kind. Oh, so, yeah. I, so I didn't do that. Mm. Um, but I'll tell you what news I received while I was away that shocked me to my very core. Actually, it was just before I, I, I went, but it was it shocked me to my core. Uh-huh. To Lisa? No. Uh, Matt Smith. <gasps> oh, yeah. Matt Smith is going from the Doctor Who. Well, I was thinking a, of you. This I is mean, a I, big deal in your world. Well, it? I know. I mean, it happens in Doctor Who, you know. It does, yeah. They, they come and they go. Obviously, it's the same person. Mm. Yeah. Um, essentially. But, I mean, the, the people who play Doctor Who come mm-hmm. and go. But um, I really like... Matt Smith was one of my all-time Is he one of your favourites? Oh, he's brilliant. Great, great acting fingers. Mm. Long, well, thin We've actually had fingers. an email about this very subject, Frank, from Toby Behan. Toby Behan, yeah. OK. Sounds a bit of a Shakespearean fellow. No, I like the sound of Toby Behan. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be Lord Toby Behan, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. Dear Frank, M and Al, Frank has been bemoaning the fact that the Doctor Who team never got back to him about a part in the show, but True. maybe a suitable one never came up. Until now, oh. with Matt Smith departing, is it time for a Midlands Doctor? Oh, that mm. sounds a bit ITV1, the Midlands Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but Neris Hughes would be in that. That said, there are rumours that the next Doctor will be female. Emily mm-hmm. gets my vote. A divine Miss Doctor. Ms. Doctor, he says. Alan could be good too. He could trade in the screwdriver for an inhaler. Doctor yeah. the asthmatic. That's true. But my wish is that Frank is the Doctor and Emily and Alan are his assistants. Brilliant. First episode, The Creeks Have Risen. Oh, oh. this is someone who's been paying attention. Yeah. Mm. Um, I should... Uh, that's very fine. I uh, I got a, a text... Oh, an email actually that start that this week that that started. Do you want to play the doctor? <gasps> and I thought, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> oh. oh my god! Turns out they're doing a Neil Fox biopic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm I'm I don't know if I want to go for it. It's called uh, it's called Next Up, David Beddingfield. <laughs> oh, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why he's a professional. 
who wins prizes, and I'm just some bloke who turns up. I'm no foxy. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we were discussing the doctor and uh, yes. and the vacancy. Mm. Um, uh, we had an email in. Uh, Frank is the next Doctor Who is the title of the email. Frank, dear Frank, Emily, and the Cockerel. Knowing Frank's love of Doctor Who and the upcoming vacancy for the role, I thought I would contact a well-known high street bookmakers to see what odds they were offering for <laughs> our borderline national treasure to be the twelfth <laughs> oh. Doctor. I was expecting something like 5,000 to 1. Can I say, people do actually listen to this show. Yeah, otherwise they wouldn't have known that. They're saying bits of it back to us, which is a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I was expecting something like 5,000 to 1, but was shocked and amazed. (laughs) (laughs) But was shocked and amazed to see that the bookies were quoting a lowly 66 to 1. God, I'm in the fray. Should I save my money or is it worth a punt? Well, that's interesting because... Um, I've seen that Stephen Fry is also on at 66 to 1. See, I... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I thought you'd like that, Frank. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to stop watching it after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't, that's his age, though, to be fair. You, um... I'm, I'm not sure if they would be right to cast you, because surely you wouldn't be able to get the work done, because you'd be walking about going, Oh, my God, it's a Dalek! I'm <laughs> such a big fan of those! Yeah, that, and, that, like, yeah it would be a bit... Uh, difficult really what they want to do is uh, there was room uh, sorry they should cast somebody that isn't that overwhelmed by it like the four yeah Mark E. Smith says he never gets anyone in who says I'm a four fan right gets in the way yeah yeah so they could have me like I I, I've I've seen it and I think it's alright Oh, uh, oh, here we I, go. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be going. Are we shouting oh, for business? There's a Dalek. Can I have your autograph? I'd just I, be. I've seen it. I think it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who. I've seen it. I think it's all right. It well, is if all right. Said it? that about me. That's the worst review someone could ever <laughs> it's give. It's all right. Isn't it? I've seen it. I think it's all right. Well, there's various <laughs> theories. One is that they're going to go for an older man to play the part. That made me think. I'm in with this show because mm-hmm. let's face it. Nothing wrong with going for an older man. Well, mm-hmm. it's a risk, though, isn't it, in showbiz at the moment? They are subject to sudden unavailability. <laughs> the, what about the older celebrities? Yeah. I heard old Grinty was in was Rupert Grinty. Yeah, I yeah, saw. I saw. I saw. I saw yeah. Gr- Rupert Grinty's Doctor <laughs> Who. How could that possibly be? He's like, how old is Rupert Grint? Grinty? Grinty, about thirteen. No, he must be. He must be nearly ninety. Well, probably I think he's forty now. I think he'd be 20. nineteen summers long. <laughs> okay. That's how I talk about ages. What about the woman theory? Well. Um, this is this, of course, a stirring. Uh, Helen Mirren said she doesn't want to be the assistant; she wants to be the proper doctor. Oh yeah, which I think is a good move for had, feminism. If you had Helen Mirren, you, you'd have to you'd have to have her as the doctor. You couldn't mm-hmm. have her, yeah. As a... Miranda's in the odds; she's on the list. And as you know, I missed out on a role in Miranda, so maybe I could oh, be in. Well, no, we didn't because you never talk about it. If, uh, <laughs> if, if she played the doctor, I could play the assistant. Like she could have, like, because she's quite funny and upbeat mm. and bubbly, and I could be like the dour assistant. They could yeah. flip the whole thing, couldn't they? That could work. It would be like uh, you. She would be like uh, Lewis, and you'd be like Frank. Uh, you've fallen Morse. for it. He's written himself a little part <laughs> again, and you played into his clutches. Oh, I'm such a fool. I thought uh, Susan Boyle could carry it off. <laughs> Play, yeah. I think she'd play a bit quirky. She'd probably play a bit quirky, yeah. yeah. I think that might be the understatement of the year, to be honest. That'd be, that'd be good. Or, or, you know, safe pair of hands. Linda Lusardi. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
this other man they're saying is a favourite for Doctor Who called Ben Daniels. <laughs> Who's Ben Daniels? Is he Helen Daniels' son in Neighbours? I've never heard of him. Ben Daniels. Our uh, favourite, Ben Daniels. Yeah, he's made ben. up. Yeah. I don't even think he's is a real that man. thin bloke from Park Life? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know Ben Daniels. I don't know any actors. He was in Cutting It. I, I don't, don't know any actors and I've gone off singing. What's happened to my <laughs> life? You're in the wrong game, love. Mm. People on the telly singing. Singing, surely, is an audio thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see people singing. All that, all that you want that on the radio, do you? That, that white stuff in the corner of their mouths. <laughs> you don't want to see it. It's an audio. I on would. the radio, it sounds lovely. On the telly, oh, look at that, that breathing thing. Look at the mm. Adam's apple going. <laughs> Frank, what about Richard Osman? Oh, that would be a good one. He's got oh, the height. Is he on the odds? Well, he should be. Let's find out. Someone uh, ring up one of those bookmaker things. I don't <laughs> I don't like gambling, so I don't understand odds. Turf accountant, bless what, you. What, what See, about, my heavy cold is spreading. What about this, then? <laughs> but what about buying as a pair? So you get you get the... The doctor and the assistant. Little and large. You're going double acts. No, I'm thinking. Well, I, I've I've always liked a female assistant. I mean, I, there's been a few males, but I've always I thought I've always thought the classic combo really mm-hmm. is the doctor and and a female assistant. Do you remember Jonathan and Charlotte from the X Factor? I do indeed. It's a big lad with curly black mm. hair, opera singer. They'd be yeah. They'd oh. be just because he's you know he's he's a big fella. And Daisy, uh, the producer's just mouthed to me that it was actually Britain's Got Talent that that was on, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. What was it? I thought it was the X Factor. She's a big fan of those shows. Okay, she yeah. would be, She'd have got this right. No, okay. Um, <laughs> but he would. He looks like an eccentric character. I could <laughs> see him as a doctor. Long, curly, right. black. I'm doing the hair with my hands. You can't see it at all. <laughs> but I'm, I'm simulating radio. the long, curly hair. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fine line between eccentric character and a bit smelly. And also, once he steps out the TARDIS, it brings up the bigger on the inside subject straight away because it's you know it's apparent. Yeah, he wouldn't have gone in there. <laughs> um, so you, you got that out of the way because people always go, "Oh, it's bigger on the inside." And the, the yeah. doctor, he mm. gets fed up of hearing about it. Shut up about it. I tell you what, that's a good point. The bigger on the inside thing, they could really make a feature of that with um, who's the guy that hosts Grand Designs. Don't ever ask me a question like that again. I've never been so insulted. Who's the executive producer of Top Gear? I have never been so insulted in my life. He could be the next doctor. Shut up about it, Grand Design. (laughs) Oh, honestly, I I feel like I've closed up from the waist down. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean, Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. Let me hear you say 8.12.15. 8.12.15. It's sort of rhetorical. Oh. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, and you can email us through the Absolute Radio website. She's like a proper website with pictures and everything. Yeah, uh-huh. but you don't like www. Because you say no one uses it. www slash dot. Who does that? I don't know why they even bother with it anymore. No one types in www slash oblique. This, Used to be oblique, now it's slash. Is this the sort of rant that you would do as uh, the new doctor? If you were, <laughs> well, no, I'm hoping I'd be better. You know what? Can I tell you something? I have. Um, Does your I manager mean, know? He's before. You've got 66 to 1 odds to be the, the new doctor here. <laughs> before, well, the, he, my manager found. Who's, who's, who's just entered the room, mm. actually. I don't know if you can hear the. 
foot, the footmen talking amongst themselves. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, I got a message from John this week to, you know, to say, uh, uh, it's, it's a, it, my manager leaves the shortest voice messages. Oh, go on, do how they are. It's sort of a, a Frank of call. <laughs> and so I've it sounds I, like Elvis yeah and I call and I thought this is it it's the doc it's going to be the doctor <laughs> conversation it's going to be um, Stephen Moffat's been on the phone and want you to get to Cardiff and audition and I, and I was completely fantasised but for I have for a while fantasised about you know my audition before he, before Matt Smith went what it would go like and because they do a bit of improvising oh, and stuff. No. Oh, do they? Can it's I say, I find it upsetting that your dream audition, your dream phone call is they want you to go to Cardiff <laughs> for audition. Think big. Yes. I don't even think of me in the show. I think of me, <laughs> how, how good I'm going to be in the audition. One thing at a time. That's it with my daydreaming. It, you know, it's, it's reasonable. Yeah. Anyway. We've had some suggestions for the new Doctor. Oh, uh, yes. It's not funny, but I really think Hugh Laurie would be perfect for the Doctor. Hugh Laurie has been suggested, actually. Is that because he's a Doctor in that other programme? Is it a Doctor thing? Maybe. Oh, he's a, a Doctor like in a doctor the House. crossover. Doctor in the House. Because I was thinking Dr Raj Passeur. He could bring some medical knowledge You can't just get it. random Doctors up for the gig. Why not? Because he can't act. One, oh. five, three. Hi, Frank. What about the Fonz as the Doc? Unusual choice. <laughs> too cool. Is that that too cool? I can't see it. If they are going to go older, what about Jump, Tom Baker again? Jumping the Dalek, episode 17. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Baker again, that would be... Uh, that would be a curveball. Of course, John Hurt is around. Yeah. He was in the last one, so... Hasn't he hinted that he, he, he isn't, he only played part oh, of the Doctor but, or Yeah, something but we like. all know what John Hurt's hints are like. Do we? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's a big hinter. Is that a bit of gossip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's known for his hinting in the business. <laughs> That's who gets most of his work. Jason Statham's at 100 to 1. Oh, that's, oh terrible. Hasn't he had terrible. a fun in his life? Bit too action hero. Kelly I wouldn't Brooke. mind him, but I think he might be a terrible human being. So <laughs> I discount him oh, on no, those I've grounds. Met, I've met him. Is he all right? He's actually all right, yeah. He's Just because right. you've met he's people doesn't make all, them right. He's also, them he'd bring uh, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. Oh, oh, yeah. The Daily Mail's favourite. Anyway, we'll see what happens. But Will I am. Will I am. Curveball. He's already got the outfits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's got, that's not a bad shout, Will I am, actually. Can he act? Mm. Does it matter? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so dismissive. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I think there's been enough TARDIS action. I think we need a little bit of well, email corner. Yeah. I just said before oh. we say that there's been enough TARDIS action, someone has texted saying Will I Am was in X Men First Class. I don't know if there's meant to be a comma after X Men or if that's the I'll name see. of the. I've seen X Men First Class, I don't remember him. At Is all. that what it's called? So he's not saying that he was first class in it? Because I thought he might be saying no, he no. can act and therefore it's a good shout. I'm sure he's been. Um, all, uh, they, everybody now is in, in America as a celebrity is in films. Yeah. That's oh, the thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he was like in France. <laughs> that's officially my favourite contribution to that that you've done. <laughs> I think you. he sat in the chair just shouting things out like that randomly. That'll be the next holiday. It's going that way. <laughs> to me. So, so, what's what have we got? Uh, hi, you lot. Mm. 
a bit over familiar, isn't it? No, I'm happy with that. Here you Don't lot. be grumpy. I'm sorry if this is old. <laughs> you can't say that. There's no point booking me. Um, <laughs> hey you lot. I'm sorry if this you? email is old news. Oh, is, he on a, is he on a show by show basis? <laughs> what is it? Some sort of Speak to my people. Yeah. I, uh, I tend to be a week or two behind on the podcasts. I've just heard you talking about the Skinner effect and wanted to know that this is a we- wanted you to know that this is a well understood phenomenon called motion after effect. Look, I should, can I should explain for people who didn't hear this? Yeah. I stood on the beach um, and the sea withdrew. I, I'm, I'm not saying these two events were connected. No. Uh, um, but as the sea went back, I felt like the sea was staying still and I was shooting backwards myself. Yeah. And that's a, it, it's a sort of optical illusion. Mm. Called motion after effect. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh I was trying to claim it because uh, uh, no one else had named it, so yeah. I could have the Skinner effect. Sorry, that's a bit of background. Rich, who sent this email, then says, um, I'm sure there's a wiki page for it, and has put the link to the wiki page, which I would have deleted, I'm sure, yeah. uh, and then put, I'm here. Here is the wiki page. Uh, You'll have to find another effect to Skinnerize. Sorry, here are three to start. The Skinner effect describes, one, the moment when the motivations of the brain's humour centre override the fail-safes of the mouth. Peaky. Please see earlier conversations exactly. for your holiday. Yeah, that's a bit... Uh, two... Who is this from? Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> the keeper at Castle Moron. Two, the proportion of space that appears on a previously packed train, depending on the volume at which you shout at another passenger. I can't picture you shouting at another no, passenger. No, but I once drank at, on the... Uh, oh, God. The 835... <laughs> 835 to crew. It wasn't I'd, the Perno years. I'd, yeah, I drank a bottle of Ricard. Oh. And I've I don't even know what that is. It's a sort Sounds of per- it's a brand of perno, oh. and I've never had as much space on a, <laughs> on a track. And I wasn't I wasn't shouting. I wasn't doing anything. I was sitting quiet, sat very quietly reading the paper. Well, I started reading, it and towards the end, I was just looking at the pictures. And I wasn't tro- I didn't trouble anyone. No one came. I had, I mean, I had like the seats around me, and then the seats around them wow. were empty. Thanks for the tip. I'll bear it in mind. Sounds good. Yeah, I've got a train journey today. I'll uh, pop and get myself some Ricards action. Yeah. Um, uh, Three, the longevity of which a toothpaste tube can be extended when incremental pressure, brackets, squeeze and close brackets, is applied. Now that I can see as you. Yeah, because, uh, you know, when you roll it, when you get to the stage where this needs to be rolled, with uh-huh. the tube. Well, the do, you, do you do that? Yeah. You make no, it like I've a po- never rolled a toothpaste tube. Oh, I buy I do a new it. one. When I'm finished oh. with a toothpaste tube, it looks like one of those party blowers. <laughs> and if you really, you think there's none left in here, none left in here, and then towards the end, like, you can still a get... A grip workout. Oh, you can still, yeah, it is. It's like a, <laughs> like a ball worker, if you remember that old yes. fitness. He, li- he likes to get a lot of bang for his buck. Yeah, I've heard. I do. I, just, I don't like waste. That's mm. what I don't like. So, um, yeah, that's what I... I tell you, what about, what about this for a, 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 something that hasn't got a name that I know of? Mm. Do you ever get this when you eat spinach? After you've eaten spinach, you feel like your teeth are made of wood. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I Maybe mean. I can claim that. To be fair, you felt like that for some years, though. Yeah, at the Queen Mother, they actually <laughs> turned to wood. Small wooden teeth the Queen Mother had got. God bless her. Okay. Um, pineapple, I get the same thing. It does something to my teeth. Pineapple? Yeah. Oh, that's not what yes, I've heard pineapple. about pineapple. I've heard other stuff about pineapple. What have you heard that? about pineapple? I've heard it um, induces labour for pregnant women. Is that right? Yeah. I'm not about eating it, though. <laughs> so am I. Oh. Um, 
Have yeah. we got time for another email, Frank? Can I say something I've invented, by the way, with what? speaking of uh, squirty things? Drinking a bottle of Ricard on a fat train. If I've got a squirty bottle... You know a squirty bottle like you get now with ketchup and uh-huh. stuff? You know when you get to the bit where you can't get all... The, you know there's ketchup in there, but it's not squirting anymore. Yeah. What I don't know is I get a, a knife with a serrated edge, a bread knife, mm. and I, I just cut the top off the actual thing. Bottle. And just And just get it out with a... Knife. Yeah, yeah. I don't leave it in there and throw it away. No. There's people in the third world kill for a bit of ketchup. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I do that. So, that, the squirty bottles in our house, they spend their last few days as a beaker. (laughs) Think on. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, we were talking about who'd be the next, the next doctor. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to be you. I hate to, I hate to break it to you. You don't, you don't know. Yeah, I mean, no one, no one thought it was going to be Matt Smith. No, I hadn't even heard of Matt Smith to be honest with you before he got That's the job. That's true. people have heard of you. They've not <laughs> heard also, of me though. Not those I'm people you're on holiday with. There's an absolute radio link, isn't there? Because the OC used to get David Tennant in on a regular basis. Remember that? The OC sold his bed. He sold his what? bed. Oh, he God. sold David Tennant. Things weren't going well. <laughs> Oh, he sold David Tennant's he bed. He auctioned it off, and I remember I got in trouble because I said, who wants some old Scottish man's bed? <laughs> yeah, we saw the bed here, didn't we? No yeah. way was it David Tennant's bed. It might have been... Oh, why uh, did you say that? It might have been Jimmy Cranky's. It was too small <laughs> for David Tennant, it. Anyway, okay. I suppose it's a lot bigger when you get in... Oh. Sorry about that. Frank. That's you quite could play a baddie. That's quite you could play a baddie with that kind of... Yeah, I'd play anything. Keep saying this. <laughs> Daisy's upset on your behalf at how desperate you are. <laughs> in, my, in our corner. 305 has texted in. Oh. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Don't you think Sebastian Cumberbatch would make a fantastic doctor? <laughs> Love the, the show, it, by the way, Karen. Is that the brother? <laughs> no, I think she means Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch. Can Although I just say, as a, a posh person, I find that insulting that all your poshons are the same. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? Yeah, would uh, Tristram Cumberband. Mm. No, um, he, um, Benedict uh, Com- Comberbatch, has, um, he's ruled himself out of it. He's, he's solving everything and he's a well, bit he's too already, busy He's already that. Sherlock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, share it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about Patrick Stewart from um, Star? I'd be, happy with, I'd be happy with Patrick Stewart. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of experience oh, of travelling. Sci- he's sci-fi uh, yeah, he would credentials. Yeah, he doing, wouldn't he? Um, on the subject of toothpaste that we were discussing a minute ago, uh, mm. Frank, a tip with regards to the toothpaste. Before rolling the tube up, slide the toothbrush handle along from the bottom to the spout. It must give an extra one-third of a brush worth. You are... <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> really? And on same news, morning, free mal, that's Frank, Emily, Alan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, cut the toothpaste tube in half. There's always a few more brushes worth. Oh, Do I've done know, that when desperate. Paul. Do you know what? That's basically my squirty ketchup. Thing. Yeah, and but I've you never thought of it. Foolishly, I've With never. the toothpaste. Toothpaste. Uh, yeah. In your parlance. Well, that's, that's handy, though. Good to know. Yeah. We've had an email in. Hi, Oh, just, oh, just did my, my dad do, didn't just <laughs> use salt. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I love your childhood. I was catching up on podcasts and heard you discussing George Michael's latest little bit of trouble. 
I like the uh, little bit of trouble. It yeah. gives him a bit of a Frank Spencer quality. Yeah, he, uh, mm, he fell. He had a whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> he, fell out, he fell out of his... In case you don't know, George Michael fell out of his car. He was a anymore. silly Billy. <clears throat> he was a vehicular anyone. silly Billy. It reminded me of how Frank says certain celebs are in the fat slash stupid seat for comedians. Yes. Surely George is now in the driving seat. <laughs> he, is, oh. he is, but he wasn't that night. Can we make that clear? Legally, no. Not legal reasons. Not allowed. He's on a ban, Also, very disappointed to hear of Emily's dislike for horses, as that is my trade. But if by some catastrophic accident... What is it, a butcher? She, <laughs> she ever finds herself on Geordie Shores, I will happily offer her a riding lesson. Oh. Long time well, prisoner, first time sure correspondent. I'm not sure about I'll ha- happily offer a writing lesson. It's mm. all right. Oh, do you think he's being a bit saucy? Well, I don't yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, it, this is the thing I was on about that certain people, like, if. If, like, there was a time if you wanted to do a joke about someone being stupid, you'd go, David Beckham would be in the stupid seat, so you'd go, you'd make it a David Beckham joke. Um, mm. David Beckham, because of his. Uh, National treasure status seems to have been removed. Mm. I don't know who's who's in the stupid seat now. I don't know. Kerry mm. Katona, maybe. Is that the texting? Who's in the fat seat? <laughs> Who would well, you just for go a while to it for was a fat seat? Rick Waller that yeah, was yeah. Rick Waller famously gone, in gone. And Vanessa, but I don't feel they're yeah. not, they don't really feel like they're they're there now. No, that's a good texting. <laughs> Who's in the celebrity fat seat? <laughs> it's got to be someone that everyone instantly knows as being fat, not some obscure... Uh, not like Britain's uh, fattest man. Not like one of those Americans you get on um, the, the Daily Mail mm-hmm. online who have mm. all got surnames as first names. You know that? Yeah. Anderson Keach. Looking <laughs> great in a bikini. Anderson Keach, more like. Yeah. Or, you know, Baxter Harris. <laughs> Look out with her new child. Who, who are they? These are just these <laughs> Out are just with names. her new child. <laughs> like it's a handbag. See, it's, it, that's how they're treated, of course. It's the, it's, that's how it is. It's all them. Um, what, what else could it be? Skinner Frank. There could be a woman called Skinner Frank and attractive. <laughs> Dean Emily obviously would be an elderly clergyman, well, but you could have a Cochrane Allen. There could be a, mm. a, an actress called Cochrane Allen. That's how ridiculous yep. it is. That is ridiculous. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, I'm not a number. I'm a free man. That's from eight two zero. Brilliant. <laughs> Can you don't know that was from uh, the Prisoner? One of my favourite shows of all time. Sixties, actually. Oh, yeah, great, Patrick now they know how old I am. I am not a number! <laughs> I am a free man! Can I say, I was not alive in the 60s, thank you. <laughs> Who um, is number one? Four... <clears throat> Sorry, four, I don't know, he kept it up. 406. Morning, team, I'd love to see Jimmy Nail as the next Doctor, but he seems to have been shamefully ignored. That's from Andy Collin. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> Jimmy Neal has in the past sued radio stations, I believe, so it's probably worth moving oh, on. So, oh. I think Jim, the thing is, they had Christopher Eccleston, mm. and, yeah. and Jimmy Neal is... He's, he's in the same casting bracket. He is, yeah. he's in the mm. same casting bracket. I, I mean, you can almost see him in the leather jacket thing. Yeah. yeah. It's time to move on. Although I did like Christopher Eccleston. The good thing about him, he had regional accent. Yeah. Yes, they need doc- someone regional. Shows that a Doctor Who could have a regional accent. <clears throat> they haven't had a Do West Yorkshire one, Do you hear me out there? <laughs> oh, right, we're both doing the same thing, yeah. Oh. Good point. Yeah, you've got enough acting work. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up about it. 
it's all I'm, these com- there's lots of comedians have been picked up now for the big acting roles. Oh my god, you're so bitter about this. You are more bitter about this than anything else. Well, the nice thing about acting is it's so much easier than doing somebody else write, <laughs> writes the stuff. There's somebody else that's already you written it. You did that play where you had the tortoise on your thing. I know, but I had to. I had to get my gentleman's excuse me. I had to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a big ask. You've worked with them all, haven't you? I said ask. <laughs> what else? Well, I'll tell you what else. There's been some new legislation this week. Can I say Hold that? Hold on a minute. What is, what is this? <laughs> Parliament news. I like the term that the new legislation. Can I say? That's one of my favourite words, legislation. I feel like is I it? know about politics. Oh, good. I won't say anything else. I just say legislation. Yeah. Drop it in there. Legislation. Say it. Just it's, it is it up there with dignitaries? It's regarding... <laughs> um, Middle Lane Road Hogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you read about oh. this? Yeah. So they're yes. going to be a hundred fine, a hundred pound fine. Squidly did to people clogging up the middle lane. Yeah. Now you need to explain to me because I I just thought you picked a lane that you liked the look of and you drove in that. I hope you're joking here. I'm not really. I'm really serious. No, because about the this. slow one. I, oh, you're so serious about driving. <laughs> <laughs> the slow one is a bit puny. That's for pensioners. The fast mm. one's a bit Qatari royal family, and I don't like that. <laughs> So I settled. cigar smokers. It's very fast cigar. Lane. It's very Schwarzenegger the fast lane. I like the middle lane. It's the speed I like. Yes. What's well, wrong with that, it. Alan? I Cochran. think this proves my initial thought that the legislation is essentially sexist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Picking on women. I just lay off. No, I, d- I don't want to get all highway code, but there isn't a, a a slow middle and fast lane. There just isn't. There's one. There's lane one, and then there's two overtaking lanes. That's that's how it works. He's right. So if you're it's out of lane one... Hounds, lane one. If you're out of lane one, that. you should be overtaking. You shouldn't be sitting there. Oh, I honestly think that... Um, well, don't blame me. Blame Keith, life, the West Indian driving Never mind a hundred quid. <laughs> never mind a hundred quid fine. I would go life imprisonment for the middle lane hogger. I'd raise the stakes, oh. make it even higher. I mean, it'll free up a lot of room on the Frank, roads. He's which turned really nasty. I'm not even chipping in or anything. But I need your support. He's gone a bit weird. No, well, life. I mean, I've always felt moderation in all things, you know. And the, the people in the middle lane clearly have thought, you know, I've I, I found a via media. Yeah. To use the Latin, it's a waste of a there lane. There is a middle lane. It there is. is a, a it lane. is annoying, and I have done that thing. Um, do you ever do this where you drive, you go, you overtake them and then you really veer across to the inside lane yes. to remind them where they ought to be? As if to say, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. I started doing that, but with um, with my squirters, my uh, windscreen squirters, oh, so they God. also get a big blast of uh, of windscreen <laughs> wiper. That's good, I've never done that. Yeah, do that. <laughs> I just I've think... Done, I've I'm done not... it if, when, there's like, when there's three men at a urinal. <laughs> 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 no, but I, no, no, I haven't. Done, I, but um, yeah, I do that, and I always think, you know, that that just to hammer it home that that this is where you should yeah. be in here. Come in here. It's all. I right. won't be punished. He's looking at me like someone out of Top Gear. It's I'm, horrible. I'm not looking at you like someone out of Top Gear. I just, I was just. I'm just not an extreme good. driver. Nobody's an extreme driver. It's about you driving are. properly. <laughs> you are. In a way, you are an extreme driver. Hey, you're doing it incorrectly. I'm going to reach into the back seat and start knocking your heads together. <laughs> oh, George Just Michael. reaching over the back seat and start slapping you. <laughs> Stay, shut you two. <laughs> I reckon oh. George Michael's very much stay in the middle lane. So George just, Michael pays for that. Will you just... I've heard that. Just <laughs> This is Absolute Radio. Frank's
Skinner. It seems I'm not the only middle lane hogger. What? I'm aware <laughs> of that. Yeah, that's certainly true. <laughs> Annie QPR says, I cannot stand middle lane road hoggers. Drives me mad. Eamon Holmes admits to doing it too. So I'm in very good company. Thank you very much. Oh. Eamon Holmes. You want to be in the Eamon Holmes bit of the Venn diagram? <laughs> hey, I've just thought of something. He's not in the fact seat, is he, Frank? Well, he, I think, oh. didn't oh, he write to Mock the Week? I don't know if he wrote, how people write anymore, but he yeah. complained to Mock the Week that they, they'd put him in the fat seat. Did he? And I think he was legally removed. Well, in that With case, help. how dare they say that? With lubrication. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Yeah, exactly. I, I suggest you just forward that to Eamon yeah. Holmes' legal people. Oh, <laughs> hi, fact, Frank. Eric Pickles, MP, is surely in the fat three-seater oh, surfer. Oh, yes. Yes, he definitely gets... But do get... people know Eric Pickles? Bob's looking very blank. Do you know Eric Pickles, Bob? You've heard of him. <laughs> you lie to me and look me straight in the eye. <laughs> so early in our relationship, I can't believe it. Frank... We've had incoming from Tracy. Have we? Yes! Oh, God, it's been oh. a long time. Tracy Emin, friend of the show. Oh, play friend of the show. It's been a long time. Oh, I love Trace. Hi, Trace. <laughs> oh, I wish she was my friend. Oh, I'm looking for the... Here yeah, we go. I know, I'm excited. Friend oh. of the show. Oh, Tracy. Beautiful. Hello, Tracy Emin here. Imagine, she's actually said that to us. All right. Okay. <laughs> I just want to say, David Tennant isn't the only one to sell his bed. Oh. Oh! Aye, excellent. And point. once I had to give Matt Smith an award dressed as the Stig. It was quite surreal. Love Tracy. That is quite surreal. Or was she mm. the Stig? Or was At he? least David Tennant cleaned his bed up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for goodness sake. Exactly. Keep a tidy area, Trace. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Alan likes it in one of those big lorries passes on the motorway. Feels all macho. Actually, I hate those lorries with the wires. What it, are those wires? Do you know what does annoy me when two lorries overtake each other? I just think oh. they should have to follow each other. Yeah, that is. It takes ages. But as you point out, that line is for overtaking. Listen, yeah. can I tell you why I don't like overtaking? Because I'm a bit scared, and it's like Ben Hur out there. Well, get in what you that's think of as the slow lane, then. That's why I don't like undertaking, because I'm a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Una Chaplin's on the telly. Lovely. She looks lovely. Mm. She looks like a person who'd be a nice person. Is this, are people now listening to the radio with people watching the telly? That's no, but it, just like... When, uh, I was a, when I was a young man, I had a big crush on... Um, Charlie Chaplin. There was a programme called... called <laughs> Yeah, I, did that. I no, loved no, it when you fancied no, Charlie when, Chaplin. When, not when I was that young. A bit older <laughs> than that. Um, there was a programme called Rhoda. I no. remember it well. Valerie starring, Harper. Yeah, Valerie Harper. But I, I really fancied her sister. Oh, did you? And she looked a bit like... And she wasn't like a, a, at all like a sex symbol type woman. She just looked mm. lovely. Oh, nice. And she went on to do the voice of... Um, Someone in The Simpsons, maybe. Yeah, the, the, the wife in The Simpsons, what mm. she called Marge. Marge. Yeah, she became Marge Simpson. Really? Jilla said, loving the James May type floral shirt there, Alan. Thank you. Yeah, it is very James May. Jill oh. also says, do you know James May? No, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> I, oh, they, I they, they listen. This conversation is guaranteed I will never wear this shirt again now. We should I'm, say I'm to new listeners that, that, that um, 
our theories that James May on <laughs> and the most macho show on telly where's the floral shirt the way people put up a sign if they're a hostage on the window <laughs> please help me help me or throw something out the window like you know because he's he's saying please rescue me from these two I'm actually quite quite a gentle mm-hmm. I like the arts he likes muesli and books <laughs> I bet he doesn't. We like don't know them. what he likes, <laughs> but he doesn't like what they do to him when the lights go down. <laughs> hey? <laughs> so, we're Sorry, talking about... Um, I'm going to swerve into the middle lane here. Again? Oh. Um, and I've had some correspondence in, and it's a question for you regarding your son, Frank. OK. Morning, Frank, Miss M and Cockadoodle Cochrane. I just wondered how you and Kath agreed upon the name for Buzz. Was it just a discussion or a row? How did you settle on the name Buzz? I think it's great when people name their kids after someone or something fantastic. Oh, that's a good... My wife Helen and I had an agreement from the off. If the first one was a boy, then I got to name him, and if it was a girl, then Helen chose the name. Mm. Hence, I was able to name my eldest Johnny Joey D.D. Rush after the wonderful Ramones, (laughs) and my youngest is called Harvey Lewis after Harvey's of Lewis, the greatest brewery in the world. Could have put John in in the middle as well, uh, Harvey John Lewis... Bit of retail therapy. Oh, you well. only do that so you get a discount. Could have to- <laughs> totally ruined his life and called him Huey Lewis. <laughs> um, That's from 126, from ba- who's in Bahrain. Yeah, I, there was a woman at the airport yesterday and said, Oh, he's a lovely baby, what's his name? And I said, He's called uh, Boz, you know, a bit. But, and um, I heard her saying to people, He's called, oh, called Boz. <laughs> Lots of. Oh. I, this is how I work it out. People say, That's a cool name. Good people. People are saying, bad people. Simple, well, Nigel Rush is good, good people then. This takes us back to driving in the, the fast lane. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm always looking for a, a brief rule of thumb to spot bad people. Mm-hmm. Convertible car. Totally <laughs> agree. Yeah. <laughs> totally bad agree people. with you. <laughs> and ugly people generally. There's the irony. Well, that's G Force. <laughs> you see, you get a bit of protection from that. Mm. I, had, I saw a brilliant. When I was in Castle Moron, I saw. I saw. Can you start every anecdote like that? No, but I saw a driving incident. We were all sitting at a cafe. Uh, me and my uh, co, um, co Your friends, my co-prisoners, <laughs> and um, this lorry started. Re- there was a car parked, and this uh, when it wasn't parked, the bloke was coming up the road, and this lorry started reversing. Oh, and you know when they have not they don't know there's a car behind. Mm-hmm. Not a car behind, right? <laughs> A car behind. Don't swear. They don't know the car behind, right? <laughs> so he started backing up, and we all went, no, no, no. And the car, there's a bloke sitting in the car behind, and this lo- this lorry is coming out quite quickly, and the bloke, instead of blasting his horn, and it started reversing really quickly. <laughs> and they went down this road backwards as fast as I've ever seen anyone. Wow. This bloke, like, really reversing. Oh, man. There's nothing funnier than a, a serious <laughs> road incident in which no one gets injured. You can, then you can relax. If you know. Mm. I mean, as it was, the bloke was killed. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. No, I, I lied about that. But it was, it was, I've never, and I can barely reverse at all to, to, to see it done at, at, so spontaneously. You should hang up with George Michael. Yeah, he can reverse like there's no tomorrow. And the way he's going, there might not be. Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, if, um, when, ooh. This is, uh, just trying a few words before I go into it. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text us on uh, 8 12 15. 
do that. Like it. Mm. Follow us on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Or you can email us through um, Absolute Radio's very own website. Mm. I think there's a picture of me and you in um, sunglasses on there today. Is oh, there? yeah. There's a picture of the three of us. Is that? Separately yeah. in yeah, your sunglasses. You look sunglasses. good in them. You look like um, Jackie O. I thought you'd never say that. <laughs> well, well, we don't have morning. that kind of friendship where I say stuff like that. <laughs> Looking hot today, baby. <laughs> you said that. Exactly. You see, just saying it abstractly, it felt uncomf- I feel uncomfortable. You said you it was uncom- making arresting eye contact with me. That was I the surprise. He couldn't just, actually look at me I when he was saying look something at a bit sleazy. I just couldn't. I liked it. I respect her too much. <laughs> I respect you a little bit less. <laughs> I respect you, but a little bit less. I've got to be straight You're about it. You're a bit her. more one night stand material, let's be honest. Well. well you know. I don't know about that. I like I like to at least get a free meal with a one night stand. <laughs> well, you're barking out the wrong thing, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll have a look on Groupon and we'll. Um, I don't want to go. Uh, what, go Groupon takes cost. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's time to enter Carl Corner. Pardon? I speak, of course. <laughs> Carl Corner. He speaks yeah. a bit like that. This is Karl Lagerfeld, who... <laughs> oh, Karl Lagerfeld. You, you're familiar one, with his work, One I of hope. yours, one of yours in the fashion He's one industry. of my favourite people. He's one of my closest international friends. No, he's not. I wish he was. Does he use felt? That would be quite good, wouldn't it? If you were to, like, touch the fabric and go, oh, it's Karl Lagerfeld, that, isn't it? What, the beer mats? He could mm. use felt, though, couldn't he? Could, as a he fabric. could, he could but I don't... He could use lager, <laughs> He could do that, but I don't think it'd be but a very doesn't. good idea, do you? I, I'll Things say, are going all right for him as they are. I don't either. think he's a man who's going to change his look in the immediate future. <laughs> no. He's sort of found a look and he's stuck with it. Black leather gloves. Imagine yeah. how crinkly his fingertips are at the end of the day. But we've already mentioned... About walnuts. About walnuts. <laughs> I won't have you being rude about my hero. I, I admire Carl Lagerfeld. Frank, we've already mentioned... Do you know? Are you familiar with the work of Choupette Lagerfeld? His cat. Yes. Of course, it can we work an design. iPad. What's, yeah, yeah, we've discussed it before. Basically, the cat's got an iPad 2 made, and it's... An iPad 2? <laughs> <laughs> it eats king prawn cake, and apparently... I like, there was a comment about the maids, and it king said... King prawn cake? Yeah. What? They make a cake out of king prawns for him. And Choupette has two maids, Francois and Marjorie. Oh, and if there's says, anyone listening from the third world, <laughs> I can only apologise that such decadence goes on. Of the two women, Choupette is said to prefer Francoise, so she has a favourite maid. But what's happened now, he's taken it on a bit of a step now, Carl, because he says he wants to marry his cat. He oh, says, I've, see, I've never felt like this before. You see, you start with gay marriage. <laughs> He doesn't mean Can that. Can I say that was a joke? Yeah, he doesn't mean I'm that. I'm pro-gay marriage. It's good to marriage. welcome the Christian right onto Absolute Radio. <laughs> I am pro-gay marriage, but I am anti-cat marriage, generally. Yeah. Although, uh, to be fair, cats very cold, aloof, distant, superior. They're made for marriage <laughs> in many ways. He says, um, much to his great disappointment, he says he thinks it's, it's wrong that there's never been marriage for humans and animals. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Goodness, I know he's a bit of a ponytail lifter, but um, only only when he wears a high collar. Frank, I like how their relationship started. He was looking after a friend's cat for two weeks, and he said, "I want to give it back." Because oh. he liked the cat, so he just basically oh, stole it. That's why. That's why they stopped him fostering. <laughs> what this cat? Yes. He just kept it. Yes. So there's an owner somewhere yeah. reading this. Yeah, what about this? Did I not tell you about when I lent him my lawnmower? <laughs> 
hang on, this is a bigger story than the actual story. This is a borrowed cat. <laughs> it's a friend's cat, and he said he liked it. He refused to give it back. Oh, I don't like that. That's, I love it. I've That's gone what, right off him. It's because he's an iconic figure. People don't want to cross him. <laughs> so he says, I'm having your cat, and they said, all right, Carl. <sighs> and he said, don't call me Carl, from <laughs> Mr Lagerfeld. I said, but I'm your brother. I don't care. Get out. <laughs> no. There have been too uh, many amazing uh, things in this story. I was going to say it's something that sounded ruder than I wanted to ask. I'll stop myself. You well see, done. I have discipline. Funny, I've done this on holiday. I've still <laughs> I have new friends instead of new enemies. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I say what I like about this Carl Lagerfeld story? I thought you were going to ask me, can I say what I like? <laughs> no, no, you can't just say what you like. It's not, it doesn't work like that. Now you parameters, yeah. No, but I like the way he's treating these animals as if they're human beings. Because I think, to be fair, please don't take this the wrong way, Frank, but I sometimes worry about Shep. You tell me stories about Shep. He was allowed on the Eidolon once, and then he messed himself. Yeah. And he was never... Can a, can a dog mess himself? <laughs> but he was never allowed back again. No, quite right. No, yeah. but then you didn't even, he didn't even get an iPad. He didn't even get walked. You just used to let him out and mingle. Animals in bedrooms. No. No. Treacle Poppet slept on my pillow every night. <laughs> yeah, but he was a premiership footballer. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he from? Niger- was he Nigeria? You got him on a Bosman, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, funny because it's true. <laughs> what loneliness can do. <laughs> No, I, I went out with a... Uh, well, I lived with a woman who owned a cat, and we had a somewhat uh, argument about this, um, but I would not have the cat. I know, they, they'll smother. They will smother, if you if they can. Mm. <laughs> not they're, Burmese. No, they'll smother. No. If they get a chance to smother, they're in there. <laughs> and, and a baby, they'll, they'll eat the face out into a hollow. <laughs> um, you don't cats. have a sentimental relationship with animals in the north, I think. Is that um, fair enough? Well, you know, I loved, I loved Ash, yep. Oh, no. He was buried under the apple tree. I know, darling. But, but we uh, must move on. Yeah, um, I, I did, but we're not sentimental. Like, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have one in the bedroom. I wouldn't... I, certainly, that the, all the dogs we had when I was a kid, I can't think of one of them that had two maids. <laughs> no, no, I have a dog at the moment. And Lucky. It's, it's, How many maids has that got? got? It's got zero maids, but zero she maids. is quite a low-maintenance dog, so... She loves a, she loves a snack from Poundland, um, No, no, actually, she's um, she's got a sensitive tummy, so we have to buy she? the expensive stuff. Oh, oh wow. Crippling. It's crippling <laughs> for me, financially. What, what, what is the expensive stuff? Um, I don't know, it's some stuff that we've got on order from Oh, it's dog, dog food. You don't mean, like, place. steak and... Stuff. No, although someone did say the other day that apparently Whippet's raw meat is good, like no no other food. Why don't dogs get very high cholesterol? They might. I love a bit of red meat. Yeah, mm. they probably have a different way of processing it from we do. Do they? <laughs> is this really happening on this show? <laughs> <laughs> We're well, both speaking and stroking our chins, it's really I'm weird. interested, it's like, you know, this theory that dogs... We had a big debate on holiday about whether dogs... Sounds whether, like you had quite a few big debates. <laughs> about whether animals, um, when when animals, uh, how can I put this, when they have the physicals, oh, yeah. whether God. it's whether it's casual or um, <laughs> whether they know they're proper Oh, do they have, like, one-night stands? <laughs> well, for me, it's, uh, see, my argument was that it's always casual with animals, they don't, they don't care. But we had a long debate about this and mm. uh, got quite heated, in fact. Really? Wow. Yeah, that wasn't a problem. That was the cat. Yeah. 
Um, but well, we we were nice to the animals. Okay. But, um, the thing is with dogs and cats. Did you talk to the animals? Um, you, Shut up, yeah, cats. We did. We did. Yeah. I always think that you know when an animal dies, obviously it's very sad. But mm. you can get one that looks almost exactly the same, <laughs> and they don't behave that differently. <laughs> I find that with boyfriends. Yeah, and that, to me, is the essential difference between um, animals and human beings. Mm. They're very infinitely replaceable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if anyone's had a pet die recently, obviously, I know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be dismissive of that. Uh, <laughs> it's not... Is it going all right, this? <laughs> <laughs> Sashay back towards email corner, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Uh, and uh, here I have uh, an email. I'm a long-time podcast listener, but first-time correspondent. With reference to the superfluous instruction Frank mentioned that came with the tunnel he purchased for Buzz... Oh, yeah. ..I do not use to shelter from a thunderstorm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is with a, with, in a toy tunnel, I should just explain. Yeah, a little toy tunnel. New readers. Uh, I recently discovered this phenomenon when I purchased a chainsaw... Of Scandinavian manufacturer. Uh, who is this character? The advice, <laughs> written in block capitals, no less, was as follows. Never attempt to slow or stop the chainsaw blade using legs or genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> and Simon, who sent this email, says, I feel people who need such instruction deserve everything they get. That is all. Oh, that's a bit... He's gone harsh, but... He has gone. He's suggesting that the stupid should be... Legless eunuchs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pulling themselves on... I think they could be categorised as around the on very those, stupid. You know those little trays? <laughs> pulling themselves around on one of those. That's that's too harsh. Mm. That that would be the stupid seat. That would be the new stupid seat. Yes, you're right. If they could get a celebrity to try and stop a chainsaw with their legs <laughs> or genitals. Bob's brought in the red velvet cupcakes. It's distracting Did me. we work out who the stupid celebrity yum, yum. I don't think there's one in the stupid No, you've texted chain. us Eric Pickles, MP. Eric Pickles. We can't wait to hear from his lawyers. Who is, in, who is in the stupid celebrity chair at the moment? So if you wanted to do a joke about someone being stupid... Mm. It would have been David Beckham in the old days. You who, said Kerry Katona, but yeah, I, I think she's carbohydrates. Yeah, she's in I, the carbohydrates I chair. I don't think she's as much stupid as, you know, a bit common. Uh, well, yeah. uh, where stupid okay. is a different oh, thing. I just thought of someone. Isn't oh. it someone from Only Wears Essex, like Amy... But no one knows, no one knows. Oh, no one knows. Oh. Don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> <laughs> The Great Alls has spoken. We've already mentioned Grand Designs. Yeah, Grand Designs. <laughs> I've never seen Grand Designs. I tell you why I hate it. Because it's all over our Sky Plus record. Stacey Solomon, she's in the stupid seat, isn't she? No, too nice, you oh, see. All right, calm down. <laughs> she's What's happened? much loved. Um, you really don't like horses, do you? <laughs> <laughs> You don't like horses and all their periphery creatures. <laughs> How are you with unicorns? Yeah, me too. Would you, would you like to hear a missive from Cologne? What? Speaking of Cologne, oh. <clears throat> me and yeah. the cockerel were sent um, a nice little bottle of Cologne from uh, yeah. Christian Bioch this morning. Yeah. Thank one you. Of my, one of my contacts. Oh, was it, what, did you uh, did you organise that? No, but they're okay. friends of the show. You know what Dior is do? a friend of the show. It's a, wow. it's, it's, it's a spray on cologne. I'm going to do that thing. I've seen women do this. When they spray it in the air and walk through it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that. Mm. I'm going to put mine on the whippet. 
Because I think the I should be more like Lager. My brother had a whippy, and his girlfriend used to put um, perfume on it. She said it smelled a bit doggy, I remember. All right. Well, it could have been the, the bum glands. They swell up. And then I you think it was just to the doctor. I think it was it's okay. I don't know if you can say bum Let me get the absolute <laughs> manual. <laughs> I think it's fine about whippets, isn't it? Well, I'm worried because bum glands is in red. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even read the, the, the comments. Hmm. <laughs> li- oh. <laughs> it's not sounding no, good. Should, you shouldn't have said that. What about this message from Cologne? At least you yes, said bomb. You said bomb. That um, that least you don't get instant dismissal, which is what your <laughs> alternative alternative descriptions. Frank globules. <laughs> <laughs> Seems odd. Sorry, carry on. Okay, can we get back to Cologne? Let's do it. Um, dear Frank, I Emily wish and I Alan. some German theme music then, that would have been great. Oh, would have been a bit sinister. Yesterday, I listened to your podcast of May 25th. It was quite Germanic, I love it. Oh, it sounds like a, a policeman in court. <laughs> when you tried to think of different search engines besides Google. Ah, oh, yes. May I suggest Ecosia, www.ecosia.org. It works Obviously, I'll great. just put in Ecosia. How do you spell Ecosia. <laughs> E-C-O-S-I-A. I'm going to do it. It works great, and they donate a substantial sum of their revenue to saving the rainforest. Also, a few weeks ago, you, you discussed yeah. the creation of a Doctor Who fan site and were coming up with pun-based names for it. What did they go for in the end? I can't believe nobody came up with who let the blogs out.com. That's very good. Not Sean. And I'll tell you, great minds think alike. Mm. I remember going on holiday with a, with a woman to Venice. Mm. And um, when I was in St Mark's Square, I sang Who Let the Doge Out. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Also, on that same flight, we, we, we flew, we went past Luxembourg, and the, and the pilot said, if you look out the left side of the window, you'll see um, Luxembourg. Mm. And I sang uh, past the dotty on the left-hand side. <laughs> oh, lovely work, Frank. Um, she didn't get it. Wow. Tough that, that was That's that. a deal breaker you if you don't, doesn't you get don't, that. You don't, you don't want that to happen on the way to a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I see on the way back I could have started making arrangements. Uh, there's a PS from Sean. If Alan is ever in Cologne and fancies a Schwein... Well, he will be. He will be now. If Alan <clears> is ever in Cologne and fancies a Schweinschaxe, I would be happy to take him to a great German restaurant. If you don't know what a Schweinschaxe is, as Frank would no doubt exclaim, Ecosia it. That's what I'm going to say uh, from now on. Just to cosy it. Well, I, I did. I cosied it. Does it past tense as well as Googled? Does it? But I cosied it. I, I like did. it. I cosied it, and mm. it's um, it's a Bavarian ham hock. So I am there. I oh, would I don't love like that. A ham hock. I tell you what, it's it a bit is, Rottenberg cannibal. It's, uh, right? it's pig knuckles. It's pig knuckles, isn't it? Yeah. Pig knuckles in a lovely broth. I'd be all over that. I'm in. I tried pig knuckles in a broth. It was dark, but harmless, like a goth. What's happening? That was me. That was me uh, wrapping knuckles. Oh. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'd like to speak about a story now that I think is actually a story about memory. Uh, it's... Uh, if I was asked, will you speak about uh, the dangers of nepotism on behalf of the government, I might think, hang on, have I ever given my children jobs in my companies? Uh, and James Kahn, you know, one of the dragons. Well, yeah, well no, I'm a, I'm a Theodore Peters fan myself. Sorry. I've met Theo, he was nice. Have you? Yeah. Who's your fave dragon, by the way, Frank? Oh, it's the Scottish one, Duncan Ballantyne. Oh, good. So you remember, I, 
I watched from my flat, I could see him in his flat getting measured up for a suit. Remember that? <laughs> I do now, yeah. Ever since then, I've, I felt that we're bonded yeah. in some way. Have you said, yeah. Lisa Jones, I'm walking. Um, as you were. Well, uh, he's my favourite billionaire, I think, generally mm. speaking. Really? Yeah. Um, they, uh, they asked James Kahn if, uh, if he would be in, in this thing, saying, mm. oh, d- don't give your kids jobs, and then uh, he, it turns out he's given both of his daughters jobs. Technically, yeah. he claims, "Oh yeah, they went up for the interview," and you think, "Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, which, they did. which team leader is then going to phone you up and go, your daughter's not good enough? Uh, sorry, we've gone with um, Steve from round the corner, just a normal guy." Mm. So it's, it's it's nepotism in it. What do we feel about nepotism? Essentially, well, I miss you know when you're away for the week, you mm. miss all the news stories. Mm. Oh yeah. So uh, I I must admit. I, I've always been anti-nepotism, and then when I had a child, I thought, well, I can see... see you know, my dad got me into uh, heavy drinking. <laughs> right. And without... Nepotism, yeah. yeah. without contacts, that can be very difficult. Oh, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but, I, I mean, you know, I, I've already um, got Boz into the uh, Umbrella Hat Society. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that... If I helped Boz at this stage, would that be nepotism? <laughs> 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 well, actually, I uh, I was recently involved in a, a contract renewal dispute, and they kept well, saying, "Well, let me settle down. <laughs> this is going to be." They uh, kept saying that you wanted Buzz to take my role on this show, and so they really haggled me hard. I, oh, I took they? a pay cut I to t- continue. I with told this. my manager not to use that one. <laughs> and the manager's in the room. This is awkward. Okay. Um, I we had a phrase. Manager in the house. <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, we had a little phrase for that. We'd say... I mean, I'm, I'm going to come clean here. I'm no stranger to nepotism mm. in my circles. And we used to say, where's he working? And you'd say, oh, Jeremy's working at IDB. And that meant in Daddy's business. Oh. It was terrible. That's a good one. It was so common in your life that yeah, you had an you go, Oh, my God, Charles at IDB. Wow. Yeah. What about when I did uh, I did Michael Parkinson's show and they said we'd like to have a have a, a meeting with the producer just to talk through you know the kind of topics we might go for and mm-hmm. stuff. I said okay fine. They said right um, meet him at blah blah blah. He's called uh, Mike Parkinson. <laughs> no, I thought well, that's a small world, isn't it? <laughs> Change I mean, your name, love. Yeah, at least okay. Not the first name as well. I mean, <laughs> I wow. would have put yeah. So that was so his son was the. Uh, was and of course he gets mentioned in a in a fall song, in I which uh, in which Marky Smith goes, Michael Parkinson's son made from coal, <laughs> <laughs> which I always one of my favourites ever. Carry on. Well, well we we're discussing the uh, misery of James Caan um, for having been exposed. He was in misery, IDB. wasn't he? The actor James Caan was he? I think so. Well, he named himself oh, after got, the actor. He did, yeah. His, he was with a K, K H A N. Sorry, K H A N for some I get, other listeners. I get the connection. <laughs> and I say I get the connection. Oh, the connection. I don't understand. Oh, French connection. There you go. Oh, I love that shop. Phew. Um. <laughs> well, that's, when I saw the story, um, which I only saw um, this morning, uh, yesterday, mm. I thought, is that such a big deal that? James Kahn is a is a hypocrite, <laughs> and I thought it was. I didn't realise that bloke was called James Kahn. Yes. What about that for a bit of a story from my life? <laughs> I think what happened <laughs> was <laughs> there's people at home saying, "Here, there, hey, Karen, come here a minute." And Frank's, you know, just saying he didn't know. Uh, you know, James Kahn didn't. 
Can I say oh, my favourite example? I'll tell you, he's a... He's always been a bit of a git. That's <laughs> But he's embracing it now. Is he? I am. I am. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, get, I'm doing a new prank called Git Idol. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't want to talk about nepotism because it's making me nervous because Frank always teases me because he's the first person I went to see after I left university and I don't want to discuss it. Oh, it was, um, it was the... It was the Director General of the BBC. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, we've got... You know you were talking about who sits in the stupid chair? Yes. 259 has texted Helen Flanagan. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner Absolute Radio We, we have a, a final email for the show today that I was, uh, was going to read to you uh, Dear Frank, lovely Emily and the Cockerel In one of the old podcasts Emily mentions that she doesn't believe in sleepwalking I have to say that unfortunately oh. I'm one of the people affected by this sleep disorder my somnambulism started about seven years ago in my late teens. I've never done anything hazardous while asleep, and I often tell people funny stories about my sleepwalking, but I wish it would stop one day. Slightly sad. Me too. Yeah. Uh, almost it's the one day, isn't it? It, it moves yeah. you. I wish it would stop would have been all right. Mm. One day becomes yeah. poignant. Yeah. Almost all of this nocturnal activity is quite benign, and I don't even leave the bedroom but uh, when I'm sleepwalking, I usually put on clothes or clean the area around me. Oh, that's oh. handy. Sometimes, that is this is uh, a turn up for the book. Also, if you'd like to sleep in our kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when I go to bed naked, I wake up in my underwear. Oh. <clears throat> that's like the first time I went to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> first time I went to the dentist, um, I, I, was, uh, I was knocked out and they took six teeth out. I Are you sure you were at the dentist? I was like 14 and uh, and I went to bed that night and my underpants were on back to front. Oh my God. <laughs> now my first thought was that I must have done it, you know, obviously I must have just put them on back to front that day but I'd never ever done it before, I've never done it since. I think you went to mm. the Birmingham Butcher, that's what happened. I think you might need to speak to the authorities. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it too late? What? <laughs> no, never. no. <laughs> Not these days. No. Once I, once I woke up with all the shoes that were in my room, brackets about five or six pairs. What's wrong with you? Is that Can all? You imagine five that, or six pairs. Can you imagine that? You animal. Maybe she was on holiday. Mm. Um, on my bed in the morning, oh, I had no I, recollection of doing that. Imagine if Emily put all the shoes in her room on her bed. She'd be crushed. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Recently, I found some of my makeup in a half-eaten bag of breakfast cereal. Well, I also yeah. speak English when I sleepwalk, even though it's not my mother tongue, and I'm in denial when I sleepwalk. I keep saying that I'm not sleepwalking. My boyfriend broke up with me last week, and I've been sleeping, oh. sleepwalking more oh. than ever. Oh. This affects the quality of my sleep and makes me feel tired and sleepy during the day. If, I, if this continues, I shall have to seek medical attention. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Love to you all, Hannah, from Our House, which is in Denmark. Our, no, I think our you're fine. It's in the middle of our street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, it's funny, it's sad. It's, I think we need to pursue this thing, because I'd like to know, just for next week, if, if we've got any other... Um, Sleepwalkers, sleepwalking listeners in. that yeah. maybe have a correction. For it, I must admit, I was—I almost thought that didn't exist as well. So, like no, hip, I, I like hypnotism—you you know, just a made-up thing. Mm. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out, Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.